Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Palatine. Another day of records on Wall Street, S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing shares in Amazon, Microsoft, and Alphabet, all climbing to records after the technology giants reported earnings that showed strong revenue and profit growth. Amazon, for example, up 13.2%, Microsoft up 6.4%. Google was up 4.8%, Alphabet, parent of Google, and Intel surging 7.4%. NASDAQ up 2.2%, higher by 144 points, first close ever above 6,700 at 6,701. S&P up 20, up 8 tenths of 1%, the Dow up 33, up 1 tenth of 1%, and again, the S&P also at a record. Tenure up 13, 30 seconds, yield there, 2.41%, gold up 6.20, the ounce higher by Five tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude pushing higher, fifty four oh eight now up two point seven percent. Brent up two percent to sixty dollars forty nine cents. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Queens is getting to be a red-hot market. For most properties sold there last quarter, the median time on the market was less than three months. And Grant Long, senior economist at Street Easy, says the borough's relative affordability is behind the trend. Housing in New York City is more expensive than ever. And New Yorkers, even those who are relatively well off compared to the rest of the country, are having more and more trouble finding an affordable home. And Long says, well, Queens isn't as trendy as, say, Brooklyn, it has some other selling points beyond good public transportation. A lot of people are finding themselves priced out of the old brownstone Brooklyn that they're used to or the, the beautiful townhouses on the Upper West Side. Uh, and they're finding that Queens has a lot to offer. There is a very dynamic food scene in Queens, uh, a lot going on culturally. Street Easy says Queens is also housing a growing number of companies in some neighborhoods, giving the market their critical mass. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. Take We gave you the Bitcoin. We gave you the Botox. Here's the booze. <laughs> As promised, Scott Becker joins us right now, the Costa Brown Wine from Costa Brown Winery, the president thereof, based in Sebastopol, uh, joining us right now here uh, in San Francisco. Carol Masser in New York, still quite far away. Jeez. Scott, Sorry. I don't see any wine in front of me. That's all I'm going to say. Well, we well, he <laughs> did bring some wine here. Uh, and, uh, t- tell us about your business first of all, Scott. Well, first, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, Carol, uh, Corey was going to pour right into the microphone I, just for you here. I know. He does that really just well. For you. So you'll have to taste with us virtually here. A clink with my glass of water. Thanks very much. So, but tell us about your business. What, tell, Costa Brown is based in Sebastopol, uh, Russian River Valley, known for its Pinot Noirs. But what's your business like? How big is the business? How many cases a year? Known for Russian River, Pinot Noir, and Sonoma Coast. Uh, started in 97 by Dan Costa and uh, Michael Brown, two guys who saved enough tip money at a local restaurant, John Ash, there to start with one barrel of Pinot Noir. And from one barrel uh, to over 1,000 barrels today, we're just around uh, 30,000 cases in total. 
Um, and we're very fortunate to have uh, a loyal and faithful mailing list from around the country and a number of restaurants around the country who support us, and uh, it's been a heck of a journey ever since. How do you get into a market where there's so many established brands already? Or is it even... And we can go ahead and... You know, well, we're going to taste the product here. We'll here. In Carol's uh, behalf here. Yeah, Sorry, it. Kara, go ahead. Thanks for taking one for the team. Um, no, but, you know, it's such a crowded market. But I do wonder if a smaller player has an advantage in, in, a, in a marketplace where there are some really big established names. Yeah, I think it's uh, the story of Costa Brown is also the story of uh, wine consumption in the U.S. in general. When these guys started in 97, there was maybe a few dozen wineries in Sonoma County, and today there's over a 1,000. So you've seen a lot of growth in the overall production. You've seen a lot of growth in the consumption. Uh, and so today it's much harder for some of these smaller brands to, to gain traction because there's uh, so many other wines that are out there in the marketplace. Uh, I think first and foremost it always has to come back to what's in the bottle or in Corey and ours case right here, it's uh, mm-hmm. what's in the glass, um, and uh, the quality has to be there. But once that's There's a little there, less in the glass right now, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us what what is in the glass. What are you guys drinking? So we're drinking uh, 2015 Russian River uh, Pinot Noir. Um, nice. It's uh, so I brought two wines: a Russian River Pinot Noir, which is a source from um, a couple of dozen vineyards throughout the Russian River Appalachian in Sonoma County, and then I mm-hmm. brought a single vineyard uh, from that same region, Russian River. Uh, so we kind of focus on two types of wines: some that are blends from uh, a respective region and others that are a single vineyard trying to represent the uh, signature of a s- individual site. What is interesting about the Russian River site and region? Um, I think it's uh, obviously, as the name implies, uh, the, the Russian River that flows through it, um, the, the coastal influences uh, of the Pacific Ocean. You've got a, uh, a maritime climate that keeps it a little bit cooler at night. And so unlike... Uh, but it cooks during the summer. During the summer, it gets plenty warm during the day, but it still gets really cool at night. And that maritime influence, the, the fog that rolls in from the Pacific Ocean, is a big part of why Pinot Noir can still grow in an otherwise warm region. Um, now, I, I've got to ask about the fires. Uh, how'd you guys do? What's happening up in Sonoma right now? It's, do you uh, live up there? Uh, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's, uh, the last few weeks, needless to say, have been crazy. Uh, I was looking forward to this glass of wine as much as you were, Corey. Get involved. Um, after the last few weeks. Uh, but certainly it's been. Are you guys uh, okay? We're okay. Uh, it was a, obviously a tragic event. The, the, the winery is located in Sebastopol. Most of our vineyards are in West County. And that part of Sonoma County was not nearly as impacted or, or not impacted at all compared to parts that were further east. Uh, but I think the story is, uh, of course, incredibly tragic uh, for th- for those who, uh, in some cases, a few who lost their lives and many who lost their, their homes. Yeah. But the industry as a whole, I think, uh, actually has fared very well. Uh, maybe most of us didn't realize this, but vineyards turn out to be uh, a very good fire break. A good fire break. There's not so a lot to burn it, it, there. There's it, it, not a lot of grass between the sort of stuff that's going to burn and the, and the stuff that's going to catch fire. Yeah. It could have been. It could have been much worse. Uh, I think were it not for that, and and our hearts go out to to those who were impacted, and we're doing everything we can in terms of uh, fundraisers and charities. But I think um, we all certainly lost something over the course of the last few weeks, even if it was just sleep, or in some cases, you know, more devastating those who lost their homes or a few lives. Um, but I think we all gained something in the sense of an appreciation for Mother Nature and 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 she's in control, and also a sense of humanity and and the charities and the and the rebuilding. The terrible that will out- outbreak was really. Uh, uh, remarkable, I yeah. thought. I, you know, I don't, I don't throw those words around. I mean, it was, it was, you know, just people going to uh, down here in the city, going to Costco, filling up their cars, trying to find a shelter to get this stuff up. We had uh, 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 Adolfo Veronese, I don't know if you know, uh, from uh, uh, Aventine in Glen yeah. Helen. Um, we had his his wife on with us last week. 
uh, I think it was last week, wasn't it, Carol? It was two uh, weeks ago. Two and, weeks ago. And he, uh, he'd gone up to the restaurant as soon as he logged back in to get everything out of the freezers to take it out and cook food at the, at the shelters and has, has left the restaurant closed since then. Um, but it really wasn't a remarkable thing. Yeah, the it, sense of humanity when a community comes back together and the rebuilding effort that will happen. I mean, it's it's truly a, a resilient community in both Napa and Sonoma, and and uh, both regions uh, are are back up and running, and and people are coming back up to wineries, going out to restaurants, and so I think you know for those of listeners from New York to to Kansas City to San Francisco and in between, I think uh, the the message is uh, drink Napa, drink Sonoma, and I think that's the best thing everybody can do to to help these regions recover. Are That's you, are you, will you just stop it already? I'm trying are to help. Are you kidding? He said drink Sonoma. You're going to be off air in a minute. I want to move to the, just I want to move to the Kiefer Ranch. Oh, well, as, sorry, as, we, Scott. as I start to taste this, Scott, <laughs> let me, let, a, a very less important thing, but will the taste of the wine be affected? There was, I, I've never experienced it. I've been in the Bay Area 19 years. Never experienced a lingering smoke for more than a week all the way down here. Um, what's that smoke going to do to the flavor of the wines? Not just the wines from this year, but the wines that have been in storage in Napa and Sonoma and beyond. Yeah, we, and you got to be quick. we got about 15 uh, seconds. I think the short answer is the impact is going to be minimal to none. Uh, the wines, for us, in our case, were already in barrel. Uh, we're not seeing any impact of smoke, and I think most producers are focused on high quality, and I expect uh, the 17 vintage to be very good. Well, this is good. This Costa Brown is terrific. It's key for inch. How much a bottle? Uh, uh, So the mailing list uh, is 70 on the Russian River and 95 on Kiefer. Great. Uh, Really appreciate it. Uh, Scott Becker, the the wine is uh, called Costa Brown. We'll put it up on Twitter so you can check it out at Corey Johnson, at Corey TV. She's at Carol Masser. And this is Blue.